morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Just, Just going through to... uh, the list of people that are participating. Um, we have got Arizona. Scott is uh, Scott and Mark are online. Uh, a couple people, good good people. Look at that man. Mafia's in the house. Jim Gogan. Good morning. A lot of great people. Let's I'm, see just, well. I'm just excited. We have a supreme underlord. What? Yeah, there. <laughs> oh, look at that. There is. I was like, wow. Yeah, Mark Nelson. Good morning. Yeah, look at this, man. Look at this. So, hey, uh, you know. Oh, we got, we got Daniel from Iceland. Oh, check that out. And we've got Fernando from uh, Mexico's here. So, we've got people from all over the place. That's awesome. Well, yeah. good morning, everybody. Uh, you know, early morning, we, just, we, we moved it back a little bit. Uh, I took <laughs> this morning, Chris. I got in here and uh, our internet wasn't existing. It it had just like poof disappeared. Oh yeah. So, yeah yeah. So I was like, uh oh, you know how are we gonna pull this off? But uh, you know, God willing, it I came back in and uh, simple thing that there's a little device called a plug, and uh, <laughs> somehow it got unplugged, but it, it miraculously fixed our internet. So we uh, we're we're in business. So this is kind of a fun topic. Um, I also want to take before we start out is give our oldest daughter, Ryan, a big happy birthday. Today is her birthday. We're actually surprised her. We're going to head up. Uh, she's in, she's in uh, school and she's actually going to uh, flight school, getting her uh, bachelor's degree. And she just became a private helicopter pilot. Now she's going after her instrumentation rating and then her commercial rating. So we're surprising her driving up, uh, doing a quick uh, 24 hour trip. going to go up and see our daughter, but Ryan, happy birthday. Uh, quickly was uh, quick direct to uh, point out to her that she is now the exact same age is when uh, Diane was when I met Diane. So time flies by really quickly. Um, so should we jump into this? Those that don't know it, it's coming out of our book. So Chris, let's go ahead and dive in. You got anything to add real quick before we get going? Uh, nothing right off the bat. Just, um, you know, having a good, busy, productive week. So yeah, it's been a it's been a uh, it's been a week so far. It's kind of good to get back into a, a semi regular uh, pace again, you know. And and uh, it I think we're starting to see that uh, with people's attitudes and so forth too. It seems like people are are getting uh, in line, and it's just nice to see business starting to kick back off in a lot of areas and so forth. So, okay, well, let's just as always. If you have any questions, we're gonna bust through these slides and share uh, myths and truths versus truths and uh, just go through with you. So let's do it, Chris. Yeah, I thought I would uh, start off this morning. This was, a, this was a quote out of the book, out of this section of the book. And uh, it's, it's a picture you took recently up in Big Bear that I loved. So oh, uh, I can see it. Which one is it? It's the... Um, oh, yeah, that, yeah. That was a week yeah, ago. The, the, the sunset, you know, on the road up. So... But uh, anyway, I thought it was a pretty good quote just to remember uh, that the detailing industry is in a constantly forward motion. And if you stand still for a second, you'll be left behind. Well, if that ain't true right now, you know, we've, we've been talking about it over on our, with the mafia, with the members there and how, you know, we've got, we're going to have a brand new influx of all these green detailers because so many people lost their careers and jobs and everything else. And it's going to get frustrating and we've just got to kind of make the best of it because we don't know what's going to happen at this. This, this group may not be as educated as the last group uh, or they might be more educated. 
Um, you know, it's demand and survival uh, creates interesting opportunities. So we've just got to kind of hold the line, see what's going to happen. Um, people that, that, that got knocked down, coming back into it, maybe not with the budgets, uh, but with a lot of smarts. And uh, we'll see where it goes. But, yeah, that was taken a week ago last night. I just I couldn't believe how pretty the sunset was. It's about uh, five, six minutes above our home. And the, the valley down below is actually where our home is. But uh, that was that was kind of a cool picture, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. I, and I, think we're start, I, I think we're already starting to see some of those uh, new detailers into the market already. Are we starting to see witness of it? I, I think a little bit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, again, it's, it's, this is what happens. And I, you know, I mean, I was one of those guys, I got back into detailing 20 plus 24 years ago, 23 years ago, uh, said I'd never come back into it. And it was, it was survival, man. I, I got in a situation to where that's what I knew and I, I jumped in. So, you know, I mean, hats off if, if they, if they educate themselves and come in and, and do well, well, great. If they don't, well, then, you know, we're here to help you put them out of business, put them out of their misery. So, again, this is where it's out of. Uh, this is the book that's on Amazon. Um, this is pretty much, I think we've got one more section after this. And we've, this was kind of a one-year layout. We did it pretty quick just because of the uh, COVID-19. So, we, get, we got through it a lot faster, but that's cool, too, because it gives us a lot of opportunity. We have some really cool guests and topics coming up uh, in the weeks to come. And a lot of people from within the industry, but a lot of people from without, outside of the industry, just to give different perspectives on, on business and blending that business with life. So there's what it's out of. So let's go, Chris. Let's do it. Yeah. So these are, um, well, th this is the, uh, the topics for today, kind of the sections we're going to hit on, uh, you know, with, with uh, detailing myths. So, um, you know, my favorite one is actually kind of at the top there. Uh, myth number one that every car has to be perfect so we'll get into that all the way through um, uh, detailing is all about paint perfection uh, it's actually about a lot more than that and uh, building and they will come that has more to do with uh, getting out and uh, bringing those customers to you not waiting for them and then another favorite of mine is all you need is a is YouTube and a DA polisher and uh, there's nothing further from the truth on that one and then detailing can make you millions. And I'm, I'm sure somebody's done it, but it's pretty rare. So, yeah, it, it, uh, you know, we've, Diane and I, it's, it's, you, you see that ad I want to put out for years is, you know, an overnight success in the 35 years in the making. Um, you know, Diane and I, over years and years and years, have become blue collar millionaires. Doesn't mean that we got a million dollars within our, in, you know, sitting in our bank account. It doesn't mean it doesn't, but. The fact is, is that we've been able to take and 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 collectively over all these years, put that much value together. And if you want to get into it and do that over the slow, over the slow journey, you know, and take your time. And it, I'm not saying it's going to take you 20, 25 years. Jim Gogan's on right now. He corrected me a few months ago, and I said, Jim, man, we got to we got to cut what we've what's taken us, you know, 30 years to do. We got to cut these guys down to you know 10, 12 years, 15 years. And he goes, Screw that. Let's take it down to seven. You know, so it's doable. Um, but you're, it's, it's going to take time. It doesn't mean you're not going to make a living and so forth, but it's going to take time. So cool. Cool. This is a cool one. This is one of my favorite, favorite topics right in here is all these. So let's do it. There you go. So there's, there's the uh, first one. Every car must be perfect. You want to, you want to run with this one? Well, you know, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 you know, I think that all of us get into this guilty, uh, at some point, right. 
we're, we're whatever you want to call us. We're technicians. We're artists. We're perfectionist OCD. I have a, I, I have a saying that OCD will make you uh, be our OKE, you know, so you can get broke real quick by trying to make things too perfect. Uh, I think that practicing your skills and getting that good is a good thing, but not on every car. You've got to take a, a, a jewel every once in a while, a diamond in the rough and practice your skill and get better at it. But it, you can't give that level to every single car. And then the other thing is you got to be, uh, careful of is tracking your man hours. A lot of people, uh, especially the mobile guys, right down here. The last bullet point is they they don't they don't include their their travel time within all their their operating hours, and that's part of it. You're away from home. You're away from uh, 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 what you like to do as a person. You're out on the road. You're stuck in traffic. When you do that, also it will it will dictate and tell you where you want to go, how far out you want to go out and work and how, you know, how far out you don't want to go out and work. But I think it's one of the most, the biggest misconceptions and the biggest mistakes pretty much in any tech industry that, that, that when I mean hands-on technical industry to where you've got craftsmen going out. But I'll tell you, the true entrepreneur is going to track those man hours and know right where he or she is. Now, right here, that 50 to $75 an hour, that's a minimal, man. And I'll tell you, even today, at $50 an hour, if you're legit, meaning that you're, you're paying your staff, you're paying their taxes, you're, you're paying your taxes, uh, you're doing everything above the line, you're carrying insurance, oh boy, that 50 bucks an hour is going to be tough. Now, in some markets, you'll be okay with that. But like for here in California, I don't think there's a market in California that you're going to take and be able to slowly build that wealth we talked about just a minute ago, become that blue-collar millionaire. Uh, you're going you're gonna to take and kind of stay in the same – same place in life for a long time at that 50 bucks an hour. You get back up in that $75 at hundred dollars an hour. That's where you want to be. And a lot of people, they think, Oh man, you're crazy, man. I can kill it at 30. I was only making, you know, $22 an hour at my job. I'm making $35 an hour. Yeah. But you know what? You didn't have all the expenses of a business. And so, you know, you start adding all those things up and you start paying your taxes and you start paying those insurance bills and, and everything else. Well, I'll tell you what, it, it, it's eaten up really quick. So, and that includes you mobile. Everybody thinks that, oh, mobile, I can be cheaper. No way, man. You're a premium service. You're going to have more man hours into your detailing because you got travel to and from. Also, you're not pre-set up. Every single project, you're setting your shop up and tearing your shop down. So, these guys that make the, the wild mistake of thinking that you can go into to mobile for cheaper than the fixed operations, no way, man. That's our premium service. Chris, what do you, you know, you, you, you kind of detail... You started out mobile, but you do a lot of your, your, your higher end stuff right at your house, correct? Yeah, I try, I try and bring as much home as I can. And, you know, it's, you know, for the big reason, it's just way more comfortable to work at home or in a shop. Um, you know, that's the goal. But it's also a lot easier to take your time and do the kind of detailing I like to do, which requires a little bit more time, you know. Yeah. But, um. But I go back to that very, you know, first bullet point there. And we had a, an efficiencies training with uh, Chris and Christian Parker in Arizona earlier this year. And that was the big thing that they kept hitting home with us. You know, you got to make sure that you're getting paid for everything you do to that vehicle. And if you're not getting paid for it, don't do it because your efficiency will just, you know, and your, your hourly rate will go down the tube. Well, not only that, but when you start doing a lot of stuff that you just, you just add in, add in, add in, you're trading your customer base, that that's what you're going to do. And so, you know, it's once you start training people 
that you're going to give things away or you're going to give discount. I never give, you know, cash discounts. We, 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 we just have, there's some businesses you can, but in a service business, you really, you really can't. We like to give value, but you've got to be really careful of taking and just start giving stuff away. And again, uh, a real simple, I'll tell you anybody that's on right now, let's do this. I've got a man tracking form that I can dig up. Uh, give me a couple of days cause I'm going to be out of town, but you know, maybe Friday or Friday or Saturday, shoot me an email, Randy at detailing success.com. I'll send you over a sample of my, of our man tracking. It's a really simple, uh, system to, to put into play. And, uh, it's not hard to, to duplicate and make it your own. It's real easy to do and you should be doing it daily. So that, that's a big one is that every car must be perfect. Every car is as perfect as they pay for. That's a, that's a saying that I always told my staff. We want to go above, a little bit above. We always want to deliver quality, but we don't want to be, you know, you start getting in an extra, you know, hour here and there. Man, I'll tell you what, at the end of the year, how many hours have you just given away? So many entrepreneurs. I'll talk to them and I'll say, hey, man, you know, where, where, where do you go on vacation? Where's your favorite place? Oh, man, I haven't gone on vacation in five years. Well, why? Well, I really can't afford to. Well, can't. Are you tracking your man hours? No. Well, okay. You're just giving vacation away. I mean, you, instead of taking you and your family or just even yourself or you and your staff and giving them some time off, you're just giving it away to random people. And, and, and that's silly. I mean, it's plain out silly. So cool. All right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a good rule of thumb is to exceed their expectations, but don't try to exceed yours. You know? that's, well, ours is always, you know, and you're going to have those customers that even they're, you know, they, they, again, they're YouTube certified, right? So they've gone on and watched uh, some YouTube videos and they, they know what's happening. You know, they know what's happening. And, and that's why, you know, we go back into the book just not so long ago. Um, is we, we, we said, get away from the term full detail, you know, because you look at the word full, all inclusive, it includes everything. And, you know, it's the, the baskets overfilling with, with, with apples, you know, versus, you know, apples are 99 cents, you know, well, a full bushel is 99 cents. You know, it's, you can't use the word full, you know, you've got to get rid, you got to get rid of that term. Uh, I've hated that term. Uh, whoever created it started using it and coined it. Uh, I'd, li I'd like to have them around and knock them in the head with a baseball bat because it's been a, it's a huge, it's a, yeah, I would, it, it, it's a huge mistake uh, to have that on your menu. And so there's probably people right now going back into the websites and, and start to edit full detail out of it. Hopefully you are. So cool. Okay. Yep. Let's go to the next one. Cool. So number two, uh, detailing is all about perfect paint. And uh, as we know from recent events, uh, it could be a lot, it could be about a lot more than that. You know? Well, I'll tell you, we've been talking about Diane and I, you know, we, we, we ran pretty successful shops and the cornerstone, you know, you know, naturally, I mean, absolutely paint correct was a, a massive part of our shops. Right. But I'll tell you where the retention came from, and that was interiors. And, and now, you know, we've seen a lot of people, it was, it was almost comical over the last seven, eight weeks, nine weeks, to watch people that said that they'd never touch a, you know, interior, uh, all of a sudden become interior gods. And a lot of them made some really foolish uh, statements uh, about how they're killing this, you know, still are making them. It's just, it's crazy on, you know, there's a picture of Oscar Esteem right here. Uh, you know, we've, we've been using steam since the nineties and it does, it, it, it does a lot of amazing things, but it doesn't walk on water and it doesn't kill the coronavirus on contact. Unfortunately, like a lot of people are trying to sell in their industry, but you know, it, it's, um, perfect paints. One thing and paint correction is just one element in detailing is that if you're going to be well-rounded now there's shops in this country, I'm going to, I'm going to probably say maybe 
one to three percent of the of, of of the markets in the entire United States and and probably globally that you could start a shop up and make just a living off of um off of off of just doing exteriors. I mean, there there are markets that you can do that with. Absolutely. You know, you mentioned the Parkers earlier. They they do a lot of interiors, they, but their their primary is exteriors. You know, between PPF and correction and coatings and everything else. But they're kind of the exception to the rule. For the rest of us, is uh, you know, a lot of people they want they want they want uh, shiny swirls. You know, they really do. They don't know the difference. Mike, Mike Phillips says it. They don't know the difference between a, a swirl and a squirrel. And they, you know, a lot of people to you could educate them, and we, we try to because we we make good money on on single stages. We still do. Uh, believe it or not, in most shops, if most people track their man hours, they're making more off of stage ones than they are stage twos. They're making more off of stage twos than they are stage threes. If you know how to do a proper stage one, you can get 80, 85, 90% correction. Uh, and I'm talking daily driver correction. I'm not talking you get up to Monterey level stuff. We all know that there's that level too. We're talking at a retail level. There's a difference between that, you know, that, that show car finish that, that, that Monterey on the green uh, finish compared to a uh, perfect finish that a daily driver is going to have. First off that Monterey car, hopefully it's not going to car wash, you know, um, most of the time, you know, it's not going to, but those that we do, you know, if you don't sell them on a maintenance, they're going to be, uh, you also got to remember that 50%, you're, you're looking at women, a lot of times women, what's going to be important to a woman and to a guy are going to be two different things. And so we've done very well with marketing strictly towards women uh, over our careers and they're very particular about their interiors uh, they expect the interior to be damn near perfect they know the difference they know where to look uh, they're more patient in, in a lot of cases than than, than the counterparts us guys uh, but also now women are serious car dudes just like we are uh, women women are serious enthusiasts they know the difference between uh, BS and good quality don't treat them any different than you would a, a, a male uh, client because they're a lot of times they're a hell of a lot smarter than what I've got. Listen, I got three daughters. The one thing I've realized in one son, the one thing I've realized is us guys are a little slow. Uh, you know, coming from a, a family of old brothers, uh, but being raised by my mom and grandma, I've quickly realized that the uh, female species is far superior. There's a reason why the Donner party uh, back in the day, there's a reason why the guys are dead uh, back then and the, and, the, and the gals made it. So discounting women in any way is bullshit. But two, um, they know their stuff now and they know quality. And you're going to have to be a well-rounded technician to win them over. Simple as that. Also now, the good thing with this COVID, I think, Chris, and you'll have to you know, see if you agree with me, I think that the, 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 uh, in some markets, I'm talking to my buddy Doug back that he's real upscale market in the Hamptons, New York. People really just don't care about, they're kind of over the COVID thing. And so, you know, he's kind of having to do it for his protection because he doesn't know where the cars have been. He's, you know, right outside of New York City. But I also think that that awareness of interiors and what could be in them is, is a little highlighted. And, and I don't think that's going to go away anytime soon. Uh, I think that people are very aware of what's, you know, what's out there lurking on us now. I, I agree with you. I, I think it's going to be something that, you know, do I think it's going to move to the top and, and take over, you know, paint coatings and exteriors? Probably not. But I do think the awareness is going to be 
much more increased and uh, and there's going to be a little bit more demand for it and possibly an easier sell to uh, to bump your customer up to that nice interior detail. Yeah, good, good point. Great point. And again, you know, our whole thing is 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 perfect paint. We we concentrate on it. And listen, the manufacturers. I've been on many of the. I mean, Porsche's line, Tesla's line. You know, so much money goes into the paint, right? I mean, when when you see a car, I'm looking at my own shop right now. When I see a car, the color is so important. So I'm not discounting paint correction at all. I'm just saying that a lot of people discount interiors and they 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 go after things that the customer doesn't necessarily need. If you're looking at a car and it's pretty trash and it's relatively new, you got to ask yourself and ask them, what's, what are they doing to that car? What habits can you help change? Can you change those habits? And if you can't, is really selling them a two or three you know, stage correction uh, better, for their, you know, better for them? And you might say, well, I'm going to sell them on the coating. Coatings are still going to take a beating. If they've got, if they've got poor housekeeping habits with, with, with standard paint, they're going to have poor housekeeping habits with the coating. And so, you know, it's, it's all, it's all relative. So um, number two is, you know what? I like people, I'll tell you, as good as, 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 good as the, the parkers are at exteriors, uh, I mean, I can go down the line. We've got some, I've just, just amazing people with the polisher. I mean, Jim Gogan's on right now. The dude, the dude's a magician with, with the polisher, but I'll tell you what, he's equally or even better with interiors. And I think it's a skill that you've got to take and be well-rounded at. I'll never forget, Chris, and I think you've seen this before, where we've seen, we've seen professionals, entrepreneurs that own businesses, and they straight out say on social media, yeah, I don't do interiors. Well, at some yep. point, your customer's going to need some interior work. And if, you, if I'm a competing shop, your most prized possession is your, that customer list. The hardest thing to get away from a really good entrepreneur is the customer. But if you send them to a shop like me that's pretty sophisticated, you've got a small chance of ever getting them back because we're going to work our magic too. And if they feel, wow, hey, this guy does exteriors too. And wow, hey, the other guy doesn't like doing interiors, but I need my interior done every once in a while. I'm just going to stay with this guy. I'm just going to stay with this gal. It's as simple as that. So you need to, you need to rethink things because, man, I'll tell you what, I, I hope the cockiness of detailing simmers down a little bit. Well, I suppose too, if you uh, if you're dead set on just not doing interiors yourself, you know you could always sub it out and bring in somebody to do your interiors. But I definitely wouldn't send the car out, you know. Yeah, amen, amen, amen. I would agree. So, you know, be well rounded. So, and I'll tell you what you're utilizing in your interiors. Our SOP, thank goodness, we you know things are opening back up. We go, we we start back. We've been just like all of you. We've been closed down since since the close down. Uh, looks like in June, we're going to be able to ha host our first our training session again. And our SOPs for interiors have completely changed. And, you know, we've got it to where we can actually legitimately kill the virus. And it only adds about 15, 20 minutes to our, our standard detail. Now, <clears throat> part of that is for the customer, but the majority of that's for ourselves and our staff. And in this case, you know, the people coming to training. Uh, we're going to teach them that technique, that SOP, because it, it, it just, it makes it safe to enter the vehicle. Uh, it, it allows you to tout that you can. We're using all, you know, all EPA products, uh, very proven system now. We've got it down pretty pat with all the equipment and stuff. Pretty exciting times. So this is a fun one. Uh, Chris, why don't you lead into this one and go through the, 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 the notes real quick on this one. 
Yeah, so it, you know, myth number three, if you build it, they will come. Uh, you know, not necessarily. Uh, you know, the, the myth there is that the customers will just run in and bring you all the business you need and uh, you need to be real about those expectations and realize that they're not just gonna flock to you, that you need to do everything you can to bring them in. Um, well, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what, if that ain't true, is a lot of people will put a, you know, we saw it over the last, you know, five, six years. So, man, can you believe some of the sizes of these shops? These guys that maybe are only, a, you know, a couple of years. I know a guy, I'm not going to mention his name, but he's a big name in the industry. I mean, seven days in, he was, he was in trouble. Seven days in. I mean, um, just in over his head, not enough savings, massive shop. I've always been the conservative type. I grew into my shops. I, I went small. And honestly, most of the time we figured out how to work out of a small shop instead of, instead of expanding our, 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 our expenses is listen, man, the reason why you're in business is you want to make more. If it makes, if it makes, if it makes financial sense, good. But if you're not running your numbers and you don't know your numbers for sure, uh, it doesn't make financial sense. You're pretending. Yep. And the other thing here is, uh, you know, bringing them in, attracting them to you, um, making sure that you're delivering a high-end detail and a service experience that is also high-end. That'll attract those customers, putting the right systems and processes in place, the right equipment and supplies, and even getting the right education. Yeah, I'll tell you, it's, it's what's called the look, feel, and smell, you know, is, is how do you look, how do you feel to a customer? You know, what's, what's the feeling they get from, you know, do they pick up on a, on a cool vibe or a weird vibe? What, what are you putting out to the universe and how do you smell? What, what's your system processes look like? What, what's the presentation? I always tell people when they come through training is simple as this, man, we are a Broadway production is that there's detailing is about, there's one thing about detailing and, and, and this is, this is what I tell every class, everybody that's come through training will tell you that this one thing, everything in detailing is about marketing. It's about how you market yourself, how you market your services, how you market your mobile unit, how you market your shop. What's the feel of all that? That's all really, really important. But yet again, being realistic of what it is and balancing those numbers out, you know, is that I, I always tell people the first 12, the first 12 are going to be the easiest ones. You get those first 12 cars. You're going to be friends, friends of friends. They're all going to be happy for you. You're giving discount. They're promoting you. Wow. He's, you know, he's, he or she's doing it on his or her zone. Uh, they're all happy for you. And then, and then the support wave kind of disappears, you know, and you're kind of on your own and you, you worked really hard. You got all this work. So you really didn't market a whole lot. And all of a sudden, you know, your, your sales cycles are down. You get kind of depressed. So what's the next thing the average, the average small business person does start discounting their prices. And a discount's the worst thing you could do, the worst thing. But yet when people get into these fixed locations and they build it and they think everybody's going to come, one of the first things they do, pop up and they make, we just had that situation in, a, in, in, in real life come down. And it went down kind of ugly, but, you know, somebody that struggles with profits, first thing out of the bat, boom, discount, discount. You know, it's the first thing out. And, it's, and I hate to say it, man, it's amateur hour. You know, it's amateur hour. We're coming out of this thing. Right now, Chris, we offering any discount? Uh, no, no. no. Um, in Rad fact, and, and we're we're starting to see some increased demand. Yep, and so you know, it it it's going to take a little bit for us. We we realize we've got fixed cost. 
We know what those costs are. We don't want to set a precedence. Simple as that. So it, it's, you know, you look at what Chris has got down here, the right systems processes, the right equipment supplies, the right training and education. All this is tied in to building it and you'll come. But before you can, you've just got to be really careful and you've got to do those numbers. You got to know the numbers. You got to know some projections out there and you've got to get connected and work your hour day marketing. Simple as that. Agreed. So here you go. This one, uh, this one we're, we're a little bit passionate about and myth number four, I don't need any training and uh, YouTube and a polisher are enough. And the bottom line is they're not, um, no. you know, and this, this gets into it pretty good, but uh, you know, we're a little biased on this one, but uh, I do believe personally that, you know, educating yourself and making sure that you're able to deliver the absolute best product and experience is, uh, is the most important part of this. Now I'm going to start, I didn't have my video on. I'm going to go ahead and start, start right behind me because there's a picture. And I, I put a picture up on my screen of my TV every day because I come in and I make, I make two promises to myself every day. I learned that from, a, uh, believe it or not, an, uh, a, uh, a class I attended, a, a workout class I attended, and the instructor said, make, make a promise to yourself every day. I make two promises. But I pulled this up last night so I'd see it. That's a picture of of us in the guard. And the one thing that we do in the guard is that even though, you know, we're a search and rescue team and doing it for 30 years, you think, man, you know what, what do you, what, what, what do you need to learn after 30 years? But yet every year I go to multiple, 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 multiple schools. I'm the trainer in, in the military. I'm the trainer in detailing, but you know what? I can tell you right now, man, every student that walks in that door, I learn something from them. And so if you think you can't learn now, the other big myth is that, Oh, man, it's, you know what, I don't need certification. Let me tell you a fact, and some of you heard this before, is that back in the 90s, we developed our own training system for the people that worked for I'm looking at I'm looking at Mike in his picture, and I just got his cowboy boots with his shorts. I don't, I don't know. My, hey, Mike, thanks for distracting me. Totally squirrel event, but, you know, God, look at that. That was, a, uh, that was our last training class. That was a lot of fun. But my point to all this is that we developed our own certification. And what we did is we, including myself, we'd have to go through different standards all the way up. And this was to prove to our, to prove to our client base that we're dedicated to the art science of detailing. We touted that, we marketed it, and guess what? We were number one in every market we went into, not just because of the certification, it's part of the circle, 360 degrees, is we are, we are, we are, we are a 360 degree company, meaning we had all angles covered. If you think that you've got all the best SOPs, if you think that you've got all the best answers, if you think that you've got, you know, all the best marketing, if you think that you're, you're smoking dope, simple as that, because I'll tell you what, I go through a lot of training uh, every single year and, and, and within detailing, I, I'm at events. I take, I take notes on every, I take notes on every single uh, webcast that we do. Uh, even this one already is one of the biggest ones. You can't bullshit your way to the top is that you think you're good. Who says you're good? Is, has, has anybody verified that you're good? Well, my customers. Well, you know what? I hate to say it, but your customers might not. How can, you trim it? how can you trim your time down? You know, how can you make more money? How can you attract hiring customers? You know, all these different things is that not to get educated. I don't care. You know what? We're, we're, we're probably not a good fit for people watching right now. We only take 48 people a year. I mean, maybe, maybe 56 on a good year. This year, there's no way. We'll, get, we'll, we'll, we'll squeeze in 48. So we're, we're not mass numbers anyway. We're not a right fit for most people. 
But what I'm saying is, is if you don't go to, if, if you're not at SEMA, if you're not at Mobile Tech, you know, all these different events and you're not sitting through these, I, I go to these events and it's like the, the webcast that I've attended during all this shutdown. <clears throat> the, pe the education that's been out there online has been inc incredible. But I can tell you by sitting down with a guy like Mike Phillips, uh, sitting down with a guy like Jason Rose, sitting down with a guy like Chris from Flex, sitting with them online and then sitting with them in person are two completely different things. And what you're going to pull out of that in person, it, you can't compare it to online. You just can't. I applaud those people, even people that are on today, you know, taking and just, just molding your mind a little bit. But I'm telling you what, if you really want to hit your pace is to Chris's point, you've got to become educated. It's YouTube certified. Everybody wants more money. Detailers, man, I want to make, I want to make more. How do I make more? How do I make more? How do I make more? Well, you're going to have to spend. Oh, I don't want to spend. You know, you got to invest. Oh, I don't want to invest. You got to go get trained. Oh, I, don't, I, I know it all. Well, there's part of the problem right there. You know, that's part of the problem right there. Now, hands-on training is everything that in the training, any of the guys that are on right now will tell you right now is that the whole way through, the most important thing that we, everything is about marketing. Everything, everything, everything. Everything in your company is about marketing. Even your certifications. These guys are holding their certifications in their hands right then and there. Your certifications, everything is about marketing. What's the story you're telling people? If you're not telling them the right story and if you're not telling them how you're invested, listen, you know what? I had to go to the doctor this year and have some stuff done. Well, I want to know his background. I said, hey, what, what's your background in this particular? I had to have, have my leg cut open. And he goes, you know what? You're, you're the first person in like seven years to ask me about my experience. And I went, well, it's because you're going to take a scalpel to my leg. And I want to know that you're, I mean, you know, where's your diploma? You know, I'm looking around. I want to know the certification. Now you might say, well, detailing's different. Hey, man, not if you're touching. I've got right sitting over here. You're, 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 you're touching that right there? Uh-uh. No way. I, honestly, I'm going to be more picky about you touching that than cutting into my leg is because, you know, my leg's fixable. That, man, the, the sentimental value to that car, that's how a lot of people are, especially now in the situation we're in with all this. I think we're going to have some people very, very picky. We, we've got people coming to our house for services and stuff like that. And I'm a little pickier than I used to be, you know? So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's education is you can't, you can't, you can't replace it. So Chris, anything to add on? Sorry, I jumped in there pretty hard. Oh, no, no, you're, you're good. Um, you know, I've, I've also got in there, uh, you know, getting a mentor and, and mentorship. So, uh, you know, having somebody you can rely on to help you out along the way is also extremely important. You know, I'll tell you, not just as, you know, you ladies can't speak, uh, to you but I can tell you this as a guy and I think it's it, it doesn't matter if you're male or female is to have a, the proper mentors in your life in different sense of your life you know for being uh, I never had a father figure in my life you know I never had a dad so to be a dad I, I kind of stumbled at it right so I probably should have jumped in a little more and, and found a little more mentorship at, I, I thought it was going to be easy I mean how, how hard it is to, to raise kids you know uh, I'd start 500 businesses again uh, compared to that it was very challenging uh, because each kid changes a little bit. Um, mentorship in your personal life, uh, 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 mentorship uh, in your workout, mentorship in your business, mentorship. I've got people that I just idolize business-wise. Um, they run a little different type of business than me. So I have to have somebody a little different that can understand service businesses. So, you know, mentorship comes in a lot of different ways. Also, ironically, I've really tied myself, you know, in, as I've gotten older, is before I was always the young hot rod at the, at the table. 
well, I'm no longer that young hot rod of the table. I'm the old hot rod of the table. So I've reached back down and I love to be mentored and coached by younger people because they've got a different perspective, different angle. So uh, wise eyes versus young eyes uh, versus youthful eyes. And it's a great, it's a great partnership when you take youth and wisdom and match them together with both that are winning parties. Great point. Yep. There's also for, for people out there that are uh, religious and spiritual, you could also have a, a mentor on that side of life too. Oh man. I'll tell you, you know, that's what keeps me. That's a great point, Chris. Is it, it, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't care what your beliefs are. I'm not going to shove beliefs down your throat here, but I can tell you one thing is that on the mountain, I can't tell you how many times that we've, we've, we've ran into a person. Um, I'm a pretty faith-based individual and uh, I'll take a knee. Uh, and I've had him say, don't pray for me, this and that. Uh, halfway down the trip, after they realize, you know, how hard it is, it's going to be for them to make it, uh, they're praying to God pretty quick. Uh, they, find, they find Jesus, so to say, really fast. And so, you know, it, it, um, it, always, uh, it always amazes me that people turn to their faith, whatever faith it would be, is they turn to faith in times of trouble. And you just don't know how cool faith is um, in times of giving when you're in a good situation. Uh, you don't have to be in a, in a, in a horrible situation to reach out. So that's a great point. Cool. Well, Hey, that brings us to uh, myth number five. You can get rich detailing. And uh, you know, this one, this one might, we might have some mixed feelings on, um, but you might be able to do it, but it's not likely, but uh, you could definitely make a good living at it and definitely set up a really good lifestyle. Well, I'll tell you this, you know, $60,000, here, here's the biggest thing is I've, we've got people in this, in, 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 in our group right now, I've got a, a, a young man that's been at it for about 10 years and he just bought his, his first million dollar property. Um, you know, it's, I will tell you this, you can become wealthy, rich and wealthy are two different things in my book, is that you can become slowly over 10, 15, 20 years. Now, is this individual a millionaire? No, no, but I'm guaranteeing you by the time they're in their late 30s, uh, maybe 40, they're going to be uh, because they're on that path. They're on that glide slope right now. Uh, that doesn't mean that you can't make 60, 100K a year while you're on your journey. Uh, but I'll tell you, even 200K a year, it says that right in that, that first line. You can become very wealthy off of a hundred to $200,000 a year. If you take and know your numbers and you live within your means, and there's a lot of different ways. Detailing is a lifestyle business where you can really carve out a nice life. You can take and you can be a family person. You can be a, an individual. You can do a lot of different things. It comes down to this is that, you know, one of the, one of the, the richest women in the world is, is it, back, back when she became, she was selling uh, in, uh, uh, ladies products, you know, makeup and so forth is slowly but surely she just kept building up wealth, building up wealth. The key to this is like I put into plan um, two days ago is I had one of those days where I just didn't, I was, I was working, I worked out. I just didn't, I didn't feel great that day. I wasn't like, ah, and I, Hey, I didn't, I, I woke up and I didn't make a promise to myself. I didn't make two promises to myself and I kind of screwed up that day. But what happened was a miracle is I realized I wasn't real energetic and I wasn't real productive. So I sat down and I looked at our finances and I came up with a system, a pretty proven system that I'd never looked at before of making sure that my financial dreams at 54 years old are on target. And I've got big dreams. By doing that whole mind mapping session with our finances, I came up with two plans. I came up with a plan 
to be 100%, even my property debt-free in about, even with the setback, you know, this COVID thing definitely set us back a little bit. Um, I was about three, 30, 38 months away from being 100% debt-free, uh, including our shop, our house, everything, everything. Um, we're probably about 44, 48 months out, so it didn't set us back too far. But here's the deal. I set a, a, I set a plan into motion that almost guarantees that success. And it's based off of today's numbers, not future numbers. So as we make a little more and we can take and increase our value, we can increase our income, guess what? That plan will even happen a little faster. Um, and you know, it was amazing when I just slowed down and I cleared my mind. I would used every tool that my mentors had given me. I went back to the things I learned um, in college. Do I believe in college? Well, hey, if my, if, if I'll, I'll cover this up for a second, if our youngest daughter is listening, yeah, I believe in college, you're going to college. But reality is I don't believe in college and getting into debt. And so my kids have all gone through the military. They've received their education that way. Uh, we told them straight out, you either get scholarships or you pay for it on your own. They've all figured it out through the military, how to get their education. Did they pay for it? Yeah, they served in the military. They got it. But they're coming out, you know, two, two, two of the four uh, already homeowners and they're the oldest ones. I mean, turned 26 today and she's been a homeowner for three years. Uh, the next one down is, is 21 and uh, she's already, her and her husband are already homeowners, you know? So uh, are they doing it right? Absolutely. Um, but here's the deal is that on their journey is that you've got to put money away. And if you want to become rich, which rich and wealthy are two different things. Rich is a person that's in my mind, this is how my small mind works. I categorize that as a rich person, as somebody that's, that's, that's ego-based, that's going after the money, uh, that, that solely is looking at their bank account as value, their credit score. Wealthy is somebody that can balance all that out, enjoy life. Now, I've been in both ballparks in my, in my life. Um, I started out when I was in my 20s. You think coming out of how I grew up that I would have been going after the rich side. I actually wasn't. I was going after the wealth side. And then I got some poison thinking in my mind brought the wrong person persons into my life. And during my thirties kind of got a little screwy and it took until I was like in my early forties to back out of that. I had a whole decade and it really sucked because I had this huge, you know, success train going that was all built around the wrong principles, values, and reasons. And I slowed it back down and I'll tell you, I've been a happy camper since, but it was made for a miserable 12 years. You know, it was not fun. Uh, did I enjoy life? Absolutely. I just would have enjoyed life more if I would have kept the right attitude. And that was going after wealth versus rich. Uh, big money opportunities exist. Here's the biggest thing that people don't do in detailing is that we've watched other opportunities to start other businesses. We have, we've, detailing has launched so many other opportunities in our lives and continues to do that. You know, we're looking at, Chris knows something I'm looking at real hard. I've got a meeting next week on that, is that we're looking at a whole new another avenue. And you're going to have these opportunities pop up throughout your career especially if you connect with your clients right. Uh, and then additional profit centers help tremendously, you know, adding on PPF, adding on odor removal, paint ship. I mean, you can go as drastic and crazy as you want or as basic as you want, you know? So we know shops that are killing it with PPF, you know, they're adding in PPF and they're adding in PDR. They're all, all these different things. And then we got some smaller operations that do odor control now, you know, German virus control. Uh, they're doing all kinds of paint ship, uh, convertible top upsells, you know, all these different things, warranties, uh, coatings, you know, coatings has been a huge thing, right? It's, it's, if that's not ingrained in our DNA now, I don't know what would be, but there's what's, what's next. You got to be asking yourself that 
what's next. So, hey, Rich, do you – or, God, Rich, I just read it. <laughs> Chris, do you add anything in? Is there something that you add in to any of your services that is just a nice little moneymaker? Um, nothing Nothing mind-blowing. I mean, you know, the, the coatings is the one for me. You know, I'm a, I'm a transparent dealer, but that hasn't gotten off to a, a strong start yet. So – um, but the, the coatings are always what puts a lot more money in my pocket. Yeah, no, yeah, it, 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 um, you know, we, we did, we did it off the little things in our shops. We did real well off of paint chip and windshield repair. We did really good with that. Is that, you know, was it, was it, was it big ticket items? No, at the end of the year, it only added twelve fifteen thousand $15,000 to our bottom line, but man, that's 12 or $15,000 pure profit. You take that times 10 over 10 years. You got a hundred thousand dollars there. You take it over, you know, over twenty years with, 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 with interest and everything else. You got a quarter million bucks, and so you know, it, if you look at it in the big in the big picture, uh, and then and then again, springboarding, man. I, I talk about this being a, you know, a diving board. Just boink, you know, just you can take and go into so many different things in this that has nothing to do with 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 detailing at all. Is that I'm not saying leave the detailing. Matter of fact, I think the the thing I regret most is selling a couple of the shops that I sold. I wish I would have kept them and, and, and let them run. We'd, we'd probably be a half million dollars ahead in value in our, in our lives if we would have done that. It wouldn't have been a tremendous amount per year, but it would have been definitely worth it. So, you know, I had, I had a mentor try to tell me that, hey, man, I never sell a business. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to let somebody else run it, even if I'm only making, you know, 5%, 10% off of it. If somebody else is doing all the work and we have those situations and we, we let it loose. So, okay, yep. cool. So hey, back, back real quick to additional profit centers. I just wanted to give a shout out to uh, Renzo out in Florida. You know, at the beginning of the pandemic, he, he, uh, he realized he had an opportunity to grow the headlight restoration side of his business. Oh, he did, man. And he did. Uh, he's really ran with that. So I think it's uh, helping him out quite a bit. Renzo's one of those guys, he's a smart guy. And he's a smart young guy. And, uh, you know, Renzo's one of those guys when he came to training, that he was smart and, 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 and him and I, I wouldn't say we butted heads. We didn't, but it was, it was, it was, he, he's got good points for being a young guy. And I had to, I had to step back and even being a little older and wiser than him. I had to step back and listen to this cat because he was, his mouth would open up and sometimes I'd say, yeah, yeah, you're a kid. But then he'd finish his sentence, you know, after I would interrupt him and um, I go, damn, that's smart. And he's been one of those guys that, He's been able to really calm himself down as a young person and he's been able to calm me down as an older person because he makes a lot of sense. The, the dude's, he's a young guy that's getting it. He's, 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 he's moldable yet. He's smart, man. And so he did, he went after it. So Renzo proud of you. Yep. Very cool. So here I, I threw in some fun pictures. Uh, you know, this is, uh, Oh, I, well, they all have you in it. Apparently <laughs> they do. They do. But, uh, that's Air Force One last year. That's you and your, your youngest daughter. Um, if anybody knows what you guys are standing behind, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll tell everybody. That's the, uh, the jet engines on the back of the Concorde. So you guys have some interesting headwear. Yeah, so. we do. Yeah, we, we, and, and, and if you know anything about our family, we're all pretty, uh, we got massive heads. And so <laughs> to squeeze my head in that little uh, space helmet, you know. Well, you see the mic where it's supposed to be, even on my daughter. She's got a pumpkin head, too, because – Yep. I think the mic's supposed to be down towards our mouth, but mine's picking my nose. <laughs> you know? And so yep. that middle photo, that was our last training course. I'm not sure what Carlos is doing underneath me. And, and I, I'm really – I got to tell you, I haven't seen this picture, and I'm a little uncomfortable with this hand 
his hand position, but I think Mike's hair, I think Mike's beard over my head is a, you guys would be able to see how I, I rock things in the eighties. Yeah. That's pretty much how it looked, huh? That, well, no, it was better than that, but you know, close enough, close enough. I told him trim that beard off, give it to me and I'll permanently attach it to my head. And then what a fun group, you know, it was just, we just had a ball, but, and then uh, the other one, the far one, that was at Monterey. A lot of, a lot of fun at Monterey. Give yep. me a little kiss. All right. So um, I just wanted to throw this out there before we, we end up moving forward and wrapping up in a little bit. Um, uh, this Thursday night, uh, which is tomorrow night, guys, uh, we're going to have uh, Justin Lobato, Clint Hintz, and uh, Julio. Oh, he says his, his last name better than anybody. I think it's Mondragon. Yeah, I'm not um, going to try. He says it's sexy, though, doesn't he? Like, <laughs> anyway, all the guys from Buff and Shine, they're going to be on with us uh, Thursday night at uh, 5.30 Pacific, 8.30 Eastern. We would love to have you guys join us. We're going to talk about Buff and Shine, all three of them, as well as dive into um, the technology behind their pads and their whole pad lineup. So it'd be a great, a great opportunity for you to learn more about that and uh, also come on and ask some questions about uh, pads and detailing, too. Well, you, you got to talk about some some a, a success story. You know, Rich and I were sitting the owner. He he started that company from ground zero uh, back in the '80s, and him and I were talking in Vegas at SEMA, and to see the dude's passion, and to see um, where they where they've come from is the story in itself is going to be pretty cool. You know, and they tied in with Justin. They've tied in with our group, and they're just I mean they're just great guys. They're just down to earth um i've you know it's cool to see him I've, I've seen him all over uh the globe now we've gone to shows and events you know worldwide and it's it's cool to see their brand continue to to innovate and lead so we're, we're excited to have them on yep hopefully we'll see you guys tomorrow night and uh yeah just the usual stuff that we're up to um our training center uh, some of the video work you do the podcast and then of course uh, pns and the pns university for educating uh the pns distributors and so forth yeah we got a lot of videos coming out uh, a lot of support videos also i changed up the tempo of our our podcast is we're kind of going back to a traditional we got some guests coming on i've done some short real pointed message um videos you know uh and 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 podcasts and webcasts so we're changing up but a lot of cool how-to videos short stuff short sweet to the point so we've got man just a I've got a whole list. I don't know where my list went, uh, but the production list is pretty, pretty, pretty long, and I've got about halfway through it. So a lot of video content coming out. So okay. any uh, any questions, Chris? That we can see. Well, we can uh, we can we'll have these. We'll open it up to questions. You guys could type in some questions both on Facebook. I'm trying to monitor and here on Zoom. Um, you know, and be before we get into that, uh, you know, I thought this was a pretty powerful slide and this is right out of your your book Rennie but these are thoughts that were from you in the book and I thought it'd be awesome you could just kind of run through that with everybody absolutely you know detailing needs to be a, a family affairs that you know my I, I, my Chevelle my daughter picked that out when she was four years old she found it online and and we're going to see her today there's a sign up on my door that says hey dad um my Chevelle's looking a little dusty you better clean it um and so we've always made my kids have gone to always started high school. The first day of high school was they, they, they were taken in that car. The last day of high school, they're picked up in that car. Um, we've also made them work in the business because we wanted them to get solid work ethics. And uh, it was, it was, it was huge also to have them respect what 
you know, dad and mom have to do, but also to kind of see, you know, what takes me away, you know, when I'm not there, what, where am I, what am I doing? Um, we also made sure that during the thing that detailing did for me as a, as a family dude is that I worked really hard. I mean, real hard, but the thing I, that detailing allowed me to do was escape at the important points. So when my kids had events, sporting events, you know, school events, um, I was able to break away uh, for 90% of them. And, and, and that was a true blessing. Uh, detailing has allowed me to take part and enjoy my hobby. I love cars. I love airplanes. Uh, it's allowed me to live, plan, and enjoy the life I want. I live where I want. Um, I still have the same hobbies that I had in my 20s that I still enjoy, you know, 30 years into it. Detailing has allowed me to fire my boss. I, I couldn't, I didn't do well. You know, I, 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 take, I take orders well. I'm still, you know, search and rescue, uh, the guard. I, I, I do, but I do, better, I do better controlling my own destiny. It allowed me to do that. Um, it, detailing wasn't just work for me. It's who I am. It's a part of who I am. Uh, I enjoy it. Uh, detailing is a business. You got to at times know when to take the above emotions out and make a decision. You know, I, we, we had a decision uh, a few weeks ago and it wasn't an easy decision and it was very emotional and it took a lot of our times up, but we had to remove the emotion out of the business part. Detailing is wide open for those who have abilities and the personalities um, that win people over. The reason why I add this is that so much of detailing in, in my own successes in, in business, not just detailing in business as an entrepreneur, is my ability to, to take and connect with people. Um, even people that didn't share the same opinions uh, or share the same drive or share, share uh, the same political stance, you know, um, it, 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 it's, a, it's your ability to take and be a chameleon, be able to fit in with a wide range of people, not be fake, but honestly to be a renaissance person. Um, to be to, to have a lot of knowledge and a lot of things and to be able to have conversation. And so I think that if I got to leave you with that, that would probably be it. But that, you know, detailing to me is, is, you know, you ask people around me and there's, I guess there's segments of my life, right? I'm a, I'm a husband, I'm a father, a lot, anybody that knows me knows my passion for the outdoors and search and rescue military and so forth. But detailing is one of those primary categories that, will will I'll, I'll i'll be known for even after i'm gone uh for at least you know one one generation um it, it will and even the right in the book you know for a guy like me that was a special ed guy um a lot of people think i can't spell that's not the fact um as i can't spell but I, I i go real quick and i and i don't proofread anything um and i think it's just adhd they, that's kicked in as, as i've gotten older but detailing, I get emotional. You can hear my voice kind of come down because for, for me, it's been such a, I made it a big part of my life and who I am. And I think that's why I was successful. So. Yep. Yep. Totally agree. Um, we don't have any, well, we got one really big question from, uh, from Kendrick. Uh, I directed him to email me. I'll help get him point in the right direction, but he's, uh, he's an Air Force veteran and wants to know how to start up a mobile detailing business. I told him that was a really big question. Um, I think, I think I'll tell you what, go, I'm not, I'm not selling it. Cause I make, I think I've clarified it. I make 49 cents, but go buy the book. Um, it's basically what we, you can also go back for free and watch all these videos. Uh, first off, thanks for your service. Uh, we've got a daughter that will commission in the air force uh, next month. Um, so we're pretty, we're pretty excited about that, but 
taken, you know, I think the book lays it out pretty well. And so I, I would probably direct you there. Yep. And um, let's see, who else did we have? We had some good, good comments. Uh, Andrew Van Order uh, really liked the, uh, the getting rich versus wealthy uh, comparison. Um, and then what else did we have here? Uh, Nick uh, Vecchio out in Colorado says that interior fabric guard and leather guard has been uh, a, a good profit center for him. Um, oh, good point. Good point. I got a video coming out on that matter of fact, another one. Cool. Um, Rick Walling says that PPF made a huge difference in his income. Rick, that's a huge one with a lot of people you can get good. Hey, Rick, do you do it yourself or do you, do you, do you have somebody? Well, I haven't put that in. I'll have to see if you could chime in. That one came from Facebook. Might be a little delayed. Yep. Um, and then, uh, let's see. And and Rod, um, pointed out that it's not, it's, it's what you spend, not what you make. Amen. Amen. That's exactly it. You know, and it's depending on, you know, I, uh, the, uh, the poor dude comes out in me and you know, I want, I want, I want, right. And, and, and you got to calm down and not foolishly, but, um, I, I gotta tell you, if I've got one thing I blow it in, uh, is cars, you know, uh, and Chris, you can't, you can't say, you can't say anything because you're probably just as bad or worse than I am. I, I blow it on a lot more in cars. Yeah, but, you know, both of us have got realistic, what I call realistic cars. You know, we're not, we don't go out and do stupid things, but you know, I do, I do probably spend, spend money on cars when I shouldn't, but Oh damn, it's just, you know, it's my crack, you know, it is what it is, but yep. you know, so, you know, develop your detailing business and extension to your passion, desire to make more of your life. Use detailing as a way to live life. I mean, really live and experience life. You know, if I had one thing, but I don't like regrets. I don't, I don't look back and have regrets because even the things I did wrong has helped me propel. And also it, more importantly, it's, it, I wish people would listen is don't get caught up in the bullshit. You know, all these people say, Hey, work hard when you're in your twenties and thirties. So you don't have to be in your forties and fifties. I can't tell me any people I've pulled off of mountains or out of the desert that are dead at 30 that I just don't buy into that bullshit. You know, I think you're going to have to work hard. I'm not saying you're not, but there's got to be there's got to be a segment. There's got to be a, a time where you give it up. Don't give your youth up to be successful. Uh, it's going to happen. Make it happen slow versus fast. Uh, make it happen smart versus stupid. Uh, do it with mentors. You know, don't get caught up in yourself. Don't get caught up in debt. Um, life experience is the sweetness. You know, here's the deal: if it's not a write-off or it doesn't bring me great joy, um, I'm not going to do it. And, and as simple as that. So, you know, I, I, I would just say that so many times, anybody that's heard my, a keynote that I did, and we might have to do that again, I might have to put it up there, but it's pretty powerful. And it has nothing to do with, 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 with detailing and really nothing to do with, with, with business, but yet it's, it is, it's about life. And so make it about life. So anything else, Chris? Very cool. I got a, a good comment from Brian Finn here. I wanted to share. He's, he's, uh, he just said that he's always told anyone that, that, uh, he, he hired that if you learn this trade, you will always have a way to make money no matter what. Amen, man. You know, you could dig down. I mean, it, 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 um, it's just like any trade, right? If you learn to be an electrician, if you're a plumber, if you're a detailer, if you're skilled, if you got skilled labor and you're good at something, you can go out and turn a buck. You know, I had the opportunity, I've shared this, this, this many, many times, 
but I had a rare opportunity to talk with Carol Shelby one-on-one a little over a decade ago at SEMA, uh, probably about 12, 13 years ago, 14 years ago. And I'll never, I'll never, ever forget him saying that he said, you could, you know, I can't remember how old he was at the time. I want to, I want to say he was like 80 uh, or close to it. He goes, son, you could drop me butt naked in the middle of Michigan in January with not a dime to my name. And by June, I'm going to be back on top again. You don't want to know why? And I went, why? And he goes, because I know how to do it. I thought, man, at the time I was like, well, it's easier said than done. But you know what? He's true. I mean, he, he also told me that, you know, that at that time I was, I think I was approaching 40. I think I was 39, almost turning 40. And I told him that I was kind of seeing a, a light, you know, back here. And he goes, how old are you, son? And I said, you know, I'm, I'm 39. He goes, son, you're still retarded. And he says that in your 40s, you'll start figuring it out. At 50, you're really going to start, you're going to get some smart. 60, you're just rolling in money. At 70, you wish you were 50 again. And if it ain't true, man, I'll tell you the wisdom that came at 50. My biggest thing is I don't want to wait. Have you guys that are in your 20s and 30s and 40s wait till you're 50. I want you to get that wisdom right now off of listening to things like this. Because, And you know what? You got to be careful who gets your ears because I've been there, done that, man. I'm not saying I know it all, but I've made the mistakes. Don't make the mistakes. Don't make the mistakes I did. You know, put it in. Put The biggest thing that I did, the biggest mistake right now, and I'll cover this, and I've said it many times, was not, not giving to myself, is that I, I gave to everybody else around me, but I didn't give myself. I gave up an awful lot of me. And if, if, if there's not a happy you, there's not a happy we. And so you've got to make sure to give to yourself. Boy, look at this picture. Our team at uh, Monterey. Wow, is that something else? That's Rad Company guys are there with us, man. That was, that was just last year. What a, great, what a great time, man. What a great time. That's that's what life's about right there. That, that, that right there, when that picture was taken, dang, that was something else. That was something else. A lot of, a lot of fun for sure. A lot of fun. A lot of work, but a lot of smiles and laughs. And a lot of cool cars, man. Cars that we would never get to touch. I mean, just amazing vehicles. So, well, yep. Chris, that it? We wrapped up? I think that's about it, you know. I know you got to get on the road anyway. And, uh, get on the know, road? I got to get to work. All right, guys. Well, hey, man, have a blessed day. Again, go out and become wealthy versus rich. And we will see you try to make it on Thursday night, tomorrow night. We'd love to have you join us for the Buff and Shine uh, event at 530 uh, Pacific time. Uh, and then we'll see you next. Uh, we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you next uh, Wednesday morning. We'll have another topic line. And, uh, and, and I think we have a guest next week. So, yep. Chris, good job, man. We'll, awesome. uh, I'll, talk to I'll, I'll talk to you from the road, brother. You got it. Have a good day, everybody. Bye, Mark. See ya. Bye.